It was half out. I think that might have been a problem. Oh, God. That's a is a problem. Hello and welcome to the Video Gamer UK podcast. I don't know where to look. This is totally the first time we've done this intro. And today I'm joined by a lovely selection of voices, including the upcoming guest star of Hashtag Flatmates, Mr. David Scammell. Do I have to pretend that... We I, haven't already said that. We haven't already said that and uh, I don't know what's going on. Yes, because we're professionals, David, and we, we, we take these problems and we hurdle over them. Do I have to make the same joke about sleeping in the same bed as you? Um, no, no I, think, I think that's pretty much covered it. It's not really a joke either, is it? into a discussion about Toppin and Tailing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, I think... We don't need to go tops and tails. Probably a discussion best left unsaid, maybe. Um, What do you think? Spooning. And who is the Arkham Knight? Well, it's definitely not Stephen Burns. No, No? absolutely not. Well, uh, It's no one. It's it's a woman, isn't it? It's it's probably Batman's younger brother that no one knew about. Well, that wasn't mentioned in your video entitled Who is the Arkham Knight? I feel goddamn lied to. It's only just come to light. Sorry. And... uh, Jim Trinker, you're no, you're no better for this at all, sir. Uh, as followed by Jeff Keeley, Mr. Jim Trinker. <laughs> I'm not followed by oh, Jeff Keeley. Oh, crap, no, no, it's, uh, it's Tam, isn't it? A completely separate character, What's se- happening separate here? entity. It's an alternate dimension. Yeah, oh, shit. Tam, Tam and Jim aren't yeah. the same Really? Person. Yeah. But Talking was that about? Legally distinct. Legally distinct. Is this you distancing yourself from Tam McGlish in case I don't uh, want anything Jeff, to do Jeff with it. brings down the force of... Game trailers on you or something? I don't know. I don't know how the law works. You might give me a review with a really irritating voiceover. Crikey! Wow! wow. <laughs> no one wants things, that. Things just got catty in here. Yeah. Um, so I got nothing to add to that. Really? No. Shall we just call it there? Yeah. So that's the podcast. Right, oh, wait see you a later. minute. We're supposed to be talking about some kind of video games. Why? At some point. Why? Why? What's the point? Do you know what the name of the Everyone podcast? Everyone plays is, games. Dave? Do you know what the name of the podcast is? The I mean, Video like, Gamer UK podcast. I, I don't have anything against games. I like games a lot, Good. I'm actually. glad to hear it. But uh, I like them more than Simon. Yep. That's why we've got rid of Simon. Mm-hmm. He's dead. Yeah, Simon yeah. won't be joining us yeah. anymore. Um, Last week was too positive. Yeah. Even it, though I enjoyed it massively. It was too positive. The, the cast was it called in the end? The podcast. I mean, what are you blathering on about? Sorry, we should so, shut up and move on. Yes, all right then. Well, has anyone it's played... It's too self-referential, isn't it? Any video games this week? Video games week? are shite. Oh, God. Why you guys make this difficult? Come on, give me some... We need... Okay, find a middle ground. We, the, two weeks ago, we did negative podcast. I played week, Goat Simulator. So did are. you. So did you, David. I did. So, come on now. And we, we had a delightful time. I played play, it as actually. well. Oh, Jim played it. We've all played Goat Everyone's Simulator. Everyone's played Goat Simulator. It's brilliant. I gave it a Steve Burns 10. Yeah. Is that legit? Well, which day did it go out on? It went out at 11.59 yeah, we, a.m. Yeah. On April 1st. because yeah, that wasn't planned at all. Wasn't, absolutely not. It actually was meant to go out a lot earlier, but Bratters. I was Instead of just on... putting a 10 on the end, Bratters did his usual thing, where he went mad and put 10, and then 8, not 10, 8 goats. Classic Bratters. Which, and it was brilliant. Goats. Someone did Bratters immediately. Ah, but Goat Simulator, it's, it's a joke that's gone disastrously right, isn't yeah. it? It's like, they went, oh yeah. Let's let's fuck around this game. Like, shit, no, someone actually thinks this might work. Yeah. And it does. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, one of my favourite comments on the video we did was, uh, there aren't bugs in Goat Simulator, only features. And, like, that's not quite true. There are some bugs. But um, yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the stuff that went wrong, you can see they've just they just thought, you know what? Yeah, let's roll right, with let's it. keep it. Like, the, the ladder animation is the... Oh, it's great. Such it's a great, great example of that. And the, the game itself is so vague uh, and ambiguous as to how, as to things you do. One of the instructions, when you first start, it says press the any key. You're like, oh, so is it press any key or press the any key? Is that, an- you know, okay, so you just press any key. Yep. And then it's like, scare them. 
Who? Who? It's like the game is taking the fifth. It's like, well, no. You, you just work it out. Because uh, there is no structure to the game. Like there, there, there's like a very basic one, like walk yeah. around. But the cool shit, like I didn't know that you could climb into the top of the castle. And like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, blood for the blood goat. Yeah, like, so, some, some cool stuff happens at the, uh, at the top of that little... Did you ever tower. work out what happens after it all kicks off and you start flying into space and stuff? No. What did you do? Just respawn? Yeah. Just Jeez. respawn. Yeah. We, just, it reminds me of Postal 2. Yes. Yeah, actually, it's a very good comparison, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, just a bunch of ideas. Postal 2 meets Frog Fractions, I think. Wait, it meets just what? Frog, frog Fractions? Oh, come on, you guys know this It's game. not like one of those children's BBC games that it, you that, were no, playing that, exactly, to that's what learn you, maths. That's what you think it is, and then it just goes completely bonkers, and you end up as King of the Goats and flying around in space. Is uh, it as good as Geordie uh, Racer? That's what happens in Go Simulator. Um, Do you I, play that game? I, don't I think, think it's so, called no. Geordie, either Geordie Racer or Geordie Runner. There's a TV show based Geordie on it. Geordie Racer? Yeah. And it exists. What? And uh, there's a, there was a tie-in on like a BBC Micro where I think it was, I don't know what it was about. The, well, I know just that like he was, the running man I know. With, with a northerner. <laughs> no, it was, there was, he had like pet birds and he had to race. I think it was meant to be one of those shows that are aimed at children to let them know that everything's going to be all right, even if... Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Geordie Racer. Thank you, because for a minute there, Racer. I did think that I... Imagine the whole thing. There was a thing. game, there was a game, and you had to run, and then you'd get blisters on your feet, and yeah. I hated my childhood. So, anyway... Well, Ghost Simulator is daft and pretty fun, and I've seen, like, it, it's a very obvious example of a game being designed for, like, the YouTube audience. Like, like, oh, yeah. YouTubers will play that game and have a lot of fun with it and that's going to be a huge publicity. And kill the joke to death. Yeah. Well, some people seem really offended by the fact, well, not really offended, but are very aware of the fact that it's a game that's been designed with that in mind, but I, I'm completely cool with that. It, it's, it's just fun and stupid and it's exactly what I thought a game called Goat Simulator was going to end up being. kind of reminds me of Pain, you know that PSN yeah. game? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But it's better. <laughs> and Pain was made like by... 50 folk. Who <laughs> yeah, well, are somewhere now crying into various mugs of tea. I, I would love to, to know like, what, what, the, like, what Coffee Stain's current future plans are now. Oh, yeah. Now, now that they've... Uh, yachts, probably. <laughs> yachts. Some, maybe some drugs. <laughs> yachts and goats. <laughs> um, allegedly. In fact, they won't because I know them. I don't know them, but they seem like nice people. Do they? Definitely w- the sort of people who made a game about being a goat that flies. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely, definitely don't very, do drugs. They yeah, definitely don't course, do drugs. No it's so straight-laced, it's unreal. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how many secrets there are that are still to be uncovered. Mm. I, I feel like the they they did the right thing with the challenges to point you towards like yeah. some of the best bits. I think that we we did need that. We would never have found like the we would never have realized what to do with the demonic stuff. No, uh, no, probably we, the Katamara stuff. And we we almost missed that. We only got that by complete accident, really, didn't we? When we the whole game it. is a complete accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh man, still want to get on the hang glider. Yeah, yeah, has anyone done that? I haven't managed it. Yeah. Apparently, you can jump off something and lick it. And lick it. And then yeah. it carries you. I missed it. But I, some Your people. flailing in the air wildly. But I saw a video where someone was actually standing on top of it. Okay, that's well, I'm that's not pro. sure whether you can just we should lick just it. spend the rest of the day playing it. I think so. Mm. Live stream. I think that would be a good idea. Oh, let's do it. Uh, that's the, the Scammel Jam questions coming in. Oh, was fast, it? fast, but we'll, we'll leave those for later. If you have any questions, don't ask them right now. You don't get how podcasts work, do you, Dave? No. That's what I know. I know how it works. <laughs> well, you could ask them now, and we'll, we'll save them for a later date, All I right. guess. Mm. Uh, but outside of the, the realm of Goat Simulator, has anyone mm. been uh, playing? I have been playing a game, and I have been quite enjoying it. Yep. Actually, I've been playing two games, but they're quite old now. All right, that's, that's fine. Fez. 
which I don't want to talk about. Fez, everyone knows Fez. Have you, did you hear yesterday that uh, Fez Two is? is oh being yeah, Fez Two is back. Remade on April Fool's Day. I, I was I was particularly surprised to see Phil Fish reactivate his Twitter account on April Fool's Day um, mm. to make that announcement. But I mean, when you've got to say it, you've got to say it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, you've been playing a bit of Fez, a bit of Fez, and a bit of guacamole. Oh, cool. Which is good actually. Yeah. It's better than I thought it was going to be. It's quite basic. It's quite simple. It's almost like a Metrovania type thing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's good fun. I I, I played uh, guacamole a little bit with. Simon when it first yes, came out. Yeah, it's a year old now, isn't it? Fun. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. Good. Moving on. All right. Fez and Guacamole, not bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, I went to uh, Resd on Sunday. EGX Resd in Birmingham. It's now, I have an show. issue with this. Not the fact that you went to Resd. <laughs> I've got an issue. Okay, right. But uh, Resd is an indie expo. Am uh, I correct in thinking that? Uh, they, they call it a PC and indie game show, yeah, but yes. Yet the game of the show was awarded to a AAA game. Are you talking about Alien Isolation? I am. Um, yes, I, I, to be fair, Alien Isolation was quite, quite... Probably the best game there. Probably deserved its award, but the point is, is by, how by can you run an indie it, show it and was, give a AAA game game a show? It was just an indie show. It was, they, they, they called it a PC indie show. The focus was largely fair on... It's indie always games. been sold to me as an indie show. Though. Yeah. yeah that's how I was chattering about this now, Bratters, on the interwebs. Well, that's great. There's, no, they're saying, I, mm, it's got too it's got too AAA, it's got too corporate. The, uh, it's just like Eurogamer Expo Birmingham. No, I, I don't think that's, that's true. I think well, it's, you better you better make a bloody good case for it now. He's the only one that's been here. in been there. So yeah. I was there, not this year, in spirit, oh. <laughs> by my various people. I'd, I'd say like you know, something like ninety percent of the games were were smaller indie things with the developers um, usually within close reach who you could talk to about the games. And that's... you could say, why, why is this rubbish? But didn't you have you like PS4 say. stands and stuff like that? There, you play Titanfall there. You can play Titanfall. You can play Minecraft. You could. You could play board games. <laughs> those those weren't. They they were. They were there to Minecraft for you to, like, doesn't play count as, as an indie game, game anymore. It wasn't so. being it wasn't being shown in the same way. It was like a, a little Minecraft section for people to go and just sit down and chill out and play that for yeah. a bit. The games that were being showcased were presented differently and were It'd be like a going to of... a coin fair and being presented with stamps. Do you know what I mean? If you're into that stuff, <laughs> Dave, no. I literally have no Not idea. Not really. It's like going to a, 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 a coin fair and then having like a little you arcade know, some, section some where people you can are play into games coins. for fun. Like it, it's it was. I, I think I think you can get far too hung up on that. I went and there was I'm not that hung up. Loads, I don't really give a shit from Tony. There was loads of indie games odd. I'd never seen before and had so much fun playing. So uh, Gang Beast was a really good example. And I th- I found this kind of tricky when I was going around because I was only there for one day. And you kind of have to take stuff at face value because I wanted to get through a good amount of games but didn't know a lot of them. And I was just it was it was horrible. I had to make like oh, oh that doesn't look quite right. It might be good, but I don't know. I haven't got time to play it. Got to move on. Got to keep playing. Um, so I was I was moving past a lot of stuff. I would have walked straight past Gang Beast if I'm truthful because it's really early on in development. It it doesn't look great at the moment because they're using these kind of jelly baby like <laughs> characters. And so what dragged you in? The, there was a huge crowd around it, right. and everyone was cheering and laughing throughout the entire. Someone day said, "This is a bit like Shadowrun." And he was right there. <laughs> I was like, yes, all right. That it's doesn't not... always necessarily mean it's going to be a good game. Oh no, but it was... I remember there being a massive crowd around Brink at Eurogamer right. Expo a few years ago. Game. The queue was huge. It's like the most biggest game at Eurogamer Expo, and then it was Brink. Didn't work. <laughs> Fair enough. So. Well, well, this one, this one was was great. It's like a um, a brawler with like some really cool ragdoll phil- physics. And it's just um, like it's really satisfying to punch other players and like pick them up and throw them off stuff. The the arenas you fight on are really weird. 
Like one, I think the best one I played was a Ferris wheel. You can grab onto uh, like the side of one of the carts and it'll carry you around. And it, it just physically, it feels really nice when you're playing. Uh, it looks super ropey and it's really early on, but you can just see that idea already. And yeah, it had one little stand. Very few people had heard of the I game I can't before. see the idea. I'm not picturing it. it was, it's just, In my head, I'm seeing when Vikings attack when, with ragdolls. No. No? Right. Not really. It's just, it's just a, a really, really fun brawler to play. Okay. Um, and yeah, I, I, that, that's as much as, as you might be down I'm not on writing kind of it shows. off. I'm not writing it off. I'm just saying I, I don't, under, I yeah, don't understand well, how you described well, Dave, it. I can't then, picture uh, it. You might want to watch my video that says the best of EGX I don't know, Brad. I mean, it sounds interesting, but it doesn't sound anywhere near as good as the uh, unofficial tie-in for My Girl. <laughs> which we played yesterday which right, okay. I forgot to mention earlier nice. which is probably the best game I've played all year so that's not true that is not true what uh, happens at the end so if you've not seen the movie My Girl it stars, I, I haven't so I didn't really but, get the joke yeah it's the understanding the end is you know pretty impressive but Macaulay Culkin is in it and it's like a coming of age film and he strikes up a friendship with a girl whose mum's died her dad doesn't understand her and then everyone's really getting on well and bang he dies because he gets stung by a hornet. That, allergic just, reaction. What? None of this is explained in the game. See, that, that seems weird, yeah. I, bit I, of I, a narrative I, oversight. No, but then the game, which is, I think it's at mygirlthegame.com, mm. is this incredibly lo-fi, like horrible, almost Amstrad sort of <laughs> graphics, uh, uh, like pixelated yeah, yeah. Like images from I'm the movie. Style 8-bit type. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And right. you just walk from left to right, attempting not to get killed by hornets yeah i i just i walked walked from left to right so like uh, they did a little gag with a funeral home which is obviously funny if you watch the film and then i just i carried on walking walked straight into an invisible wall and, and thought what where do i go now yeah actually around, Braz, died, it's a meditation on hornets. on the importance of life and yep. death oh cool and you can't just run away from all your problems okay I, at one point you're gonna have to get I stung just, to death by some fucking bees or hornets or whatever they hornets are it just seems like i i i I get the first part of the film. It sounds like it's, you know, it's, is it not necessarily a feel good, but it's like a. Why are we discussing my girl? Because there's a my girl tie in video game game. It's like 30 years too late. Why Hornets? He's grown up now. 22, I think. Why Hornets? Why why does he, why is that the way he goes out of life? Well, apparently she loses a a ring or something. Are they a metaphor? And off he goes to try and find it. And the way Wikipedia describes it, because I had to brush up on it, it's amazing. You've like, brushed up on it. I had to brush up on my My Girl knowledge. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a professional, okay? Mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Wikipedia says, oh, and um, whatever his name is, didn't brush up that well. Uh, Macaulay Culkin heads off to find the ring where he's stung by uh, a hornet mm-hmm. and has an allergic reaction and die. And then in brackets after that, it says, he also loses his glasses. Nice, of course. If, you know, because one of these is more important <laughs> than the other. Anyway, My Girl, the game, that should have been a rest. Yeah. And can you imagine the buzz? Nice. Oh, we, oh, I see what you did there. That we was. should make a tie-in video game for a movie that came out. Oh, which one? Make, which one? Come on, I've got one. Right, this is indie fucking gold. Atlas mm-hmm. shrugged. The, oh, <laughs> or Bioshock. <laughs> we should do the Deer Hunter. Right, right. And when you do the Russian roulette scenes, mm-hmm. it actually it, it either right. So spoiler alert. <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch it now. I'll tell you that. Well, you? no, it's not. That's not like the end. It deletes something on your computer if if you die in the game so maybe just 
deletes the entire executable. What? That'd be amazing. Oh, you do be like, you'd be so... There is a so... game like that, isn't there? Is there? They were tweeting about it. I think it was Shit. yesterday they were tweeting. It's a game where when you die, it, lo- it deletes a random file on your computer. Oh, it could be anything. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> and I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. Somewhere but Kojima someone was discussing goes, this. Mm, <laughs> um, that should have been me. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I need to play that game. I'll do it on the work computer. Yeah, I'll, do it on, I'll do it on Tom's. Do it on Tom's. <laughs> Trying to lose pictures of his kids or something, whatever. Oh, God. It's nothing important. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, so also EGX Rezzed I played uh, I did play Alien Isolation which a uh, AAA game I, sh- I should be angry about but I'm not because it was really fun to play yeah, yeah. was played, it fun it was, was it fun yes I, I thought define it, fun in the context of Alien Isolation because so, I imagine it's a good game yeah <laughs> how much like Outlast is it because Outlast just stresses the fuck out of me I can only play it for 20 minutes at a time I, I, I don't know because Dave and I played Outlast entirely wrong and, and now I don't see that as a scary game I just see it as this annoying thing where where the same guys run after you over and over again and become less and less scary okay which I is can't, obviously not what what outlast is i can't play zombie U without freaking out is it scarier than that uh i haven't played zombie U, but it, it basically did no it, one's it played felt, zombie U. it felt a lot like uh amnesia in in all the good ways the the alien was absolutely terrifying like when when you first encounter it um you kind of you're trapped in the same room as it, and you have to get out without it seeing you. I mm-hmm. didn't do that right the first time, and I think I survived a little bit longer than I, I should have when I spoke to uh, someone after. You and... spoke to the alien. <laughs> Excuse me, chap. <laughs> <laughs> roughly, how long do players survive once uh, once being spotted? But I, I survived for about 15 seconds, which is pretty good. With the alien, like I had great headphones on, and it was screaming right behind me, mm. and oh god. I was I was terrified, but after I died and then realised what had just happened, a little, a little a bit of a giggle. I was having fun despite uh, mm. being terrified. It's just really really good. When we talked about it in the preview, um, yeah, it's it's uh, it was exactly what you described. I get the impression that game was because like hands on wise they showed it quite early. Like when did you play it? I was very surprised. You played it bef- last did year, you, wasn't oh, it? Oh, actually, this is worth pointing out. Before we broke up for Christmas, I think you played it, didn't you? It was, it was a long time ago. Did you know they've been working on it for almost four years? Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. So <laughs> I definitely didn't. It's very unusual for journalists to get hands-on with a game a year before release mm. and at announce. And yeah, usually they just show you, like, I saw Arkham Knight and they go, yeah, yeah, here's the video, yeah. And now the public can play it, what, when's it coming out, October? So six, six seven months before it's... Out. I mean, that's early. So but I get the impression it, uh, it's yeah. that section. Is it the same section? Exactly that I put? Same so that's one, yeah. not. A, that's a vertical slice. Right. Oh, right. So okay. That be cre- essentially created independently. Ah. So that's been locked for oh, wow. ages and ages and ages. I was going to say maybe that they were done and it's just loads and loads of polish. As uh, to answer Jim's question, it's not like Outlast or this section of it isn't. So I played. Uh, I played Outlast ages and ages ago. Um, PC. Mm. And um, I liked it, but it felt a little bit like condemned light. You know, it felt like, oh, I know kind of when it's all going to go wrong. Yeah. And it just felt like you could you could time the scares. It's like you could count down. Whereas an alien isolation, the fact that it It feels a little moves, bit more up to you, doesn't it? Like, yeah. In terms of you have some freedom to move around and make decisions mm. a little bit more than I felt in Outlast. I'm all right in thinking none of it's scripted. The alien can just turn up anywhere. Well, well I mean... Well, we, I saw that's the same how bit as you, like, and it always drops down at the same moment, because I think that's when you're first introduced to the alien. Yeah. And it definitely has a kind of... I felt like it had a patrol pattern, so when you're heading yeah, towards does. the airlock, it won't be on the opposite side of the oh. So I don't know if it was creative assembly or a preview, be. but one of, the, one of the two made out that it was... 
Even when I played it, of... I got killed a lot Natural. because I was trying to... Well, I got killed a lot because A, I was shit, and B, after like the second or third death, I, like I tried I tried running when it saw me and all that. Yeah. And I just... Because they were giving it a big in about, oh, yeah, and it's like a real hunter. It's like it'll find you. I'm like, well, it'll, of course it'll find me because I keep on going into this locker and it just keeps on coming over. It's the same thing as a look in, it like sniffs and off it goes. And it's like after a while... I, it's got a pattern. Like, mm. It might have variables within it. Like the the scariest kill was when I backed into a doorway. So he was in front of me, and then he disappeared, and I kind of backed into like a T junction doorway, and it was just behind me, like in the movie with Dallas. But yeah, I mean, it'll, it it's not just going to walk around. Otherwise, <laughs> you'd be like, it's over there. All right, you just pick up a coffee mm. and stroll over to the airlock. And I guess that's one of the things. Um, that will become more and more apparent. Like it's it's a longer game than we thought it was going to be. We talked about this at length, but um, yeah, like how that how that stretches out the entire game, how how scripted it becomes, we don't know. But I had I just I found it. I thought the alien was like a a brilliant enemy type. I thought it's I thought, a very stressful game. Yeah, if they don't show off the combat a while in advance of release, mm. I would be concerned. I, I yeah. So in the demo, you can pick up. Um, items to create weapons with because that's going to be part of the game we don't know what type of weapons mm. I, I did like ask the well they've made out there won't this. be like we- like guns well no they haven't quite said that I, I asked that and they said well we you know we don't want you to be completely defenseless they said they wouldn't be like pulse rifles or anything like yes, that yes and they said uh, and rocket launchers and things yeah, like yeah. That. So that those were the kind of weapons they said but they definitely didn't say you're not gonna have a gun it'll, it'll probably work like the defensive weapons and uh, Resident Evil Remake. Mm. Like, you could pick up these gels in the build I played. Well, you couldn't actually use them, but they were there. Yeah. They were still in, and you could combine them. So I presume that if it was chasing you, you could drop one or, you know, mm. shit like that. But in the in Alien, they're not technically defenseless because they have the flamethrowers. It's just they never get the chance to use them because they're always outwitted. So it, was, it rings true to the movie. It's just whether you'll be able to... I hope they don't do the classic alien thing of just throwing like droids in there and like I can I can see it getting to a point in the game where you have to stealth your way through patrol guards and things like that and I'm, I think I think I'm done with that sort of stuff. They told me there'd be other people on the on the uh, spaceship yeah. or station that won't necessarily be with you yeah. or against you but see. yeah in the end it's going to it's probably I, I don't want it to be a negative Nancy it'll be five hours too long they've said yeah they've said 12 to 15 hours why the time for it imagine if imagine if the movie was that long it was just them singing a cry tube going and the, yeah. and the thing is like, <laughs> they, if they just did the if they just do the kind of amnesia styled stuff like we played in this demo that, that doesn't work for that length of time I don't think no. so how they how they pace that and what they decide to add to kind of fill it out maybe the, maybe the first 10 the hours are just well I mean the key you getting there <laughs> the key to it and they, <laughs> up. they suggested yeah. this as well is that the, the alien won't actually be on screen for that long no. really because I keep referring to the original alien where he's only in it I think they said it right three and a half minutes of the really? film yeah oh cool um so that'll be interesting because what they're going to fill in its place, yeah. and I'm worried it will just be this generic dudes. fodder like, shit. Yeah. After I finished playing, I'm not sure if you're the same. I, I needed a break from from that kind of gameplay. Like I, it was I, the demo was about 15 minutes long, and you kind of you get to the exit, and then something happens. But I needed, I needed something else. Then I needed like a section where you needed to watch friends a little bit safe. So yeah, it's I, 
Exploring the ship's fine, Mm. but I don't have a problem with there being periods of time where you have to explore the ship and work out routes and things like that. But I just don't want it filled with. There'll be political intrigue, won't there? Yeah. There'll be. Wayland Yutani weighing in. Oh, the company. Probably a predator. Yeah, oh, yeah, right at the very end. <laughs> like, oh, you just reminded me, Call of Duty Ghost Devastation's out tomorrow, oh, isn't it? Oh, we can play, play as a predator. What is going on? I mean, what, what next for Call of Duty? Yeah, Dead? what could be next? No. Yeah, that, that's, that's bizarre. Yeah, I, I just to finish up. That wasn't here. an awkward cut there. That was just everyone not knowing what they can and can't say. Yeah. On a podcast. <laughs> I, Call of Duty gets on my girl mode when you just have to avoid bees. On my life. <laughs> on my life. Uh, I, I think I need to go and watch My Girl so I can actually... Send, I still don't get that context. Yeah, Does don't it, actually don't watch it. It's I thought it was shit it, when I, I was about seven years old. Be- the, the idea I have of My Girl is already better than the movie. Yeah, All well, right. Dan Aykroyd's in it, though. Yeah? Yeah, but he's he's playing a fatherly role. He's not a Ghostbuster. All right. yeah. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I, there was, uh, there was a, a few of the games I saw at Res that were interesting, but I've, I kind of already uh, talked about them in, in the But world. you were in Birmingham, you wanted to go... It was. I had a uh, lot of fun. I, would you I, go again? Definitely. You what would. to Birmingham? To Birmingham. Yeah. Every time I've I been to Birmingham, I just hate it. Well, I didn't actually leave the. I, I felt the, like I never the left the train station because <laughs> the train station leads into the the NEC. Oh um, yeah. So I, there you go. There was a reason for that. Yeah, exactly. Talking of horrific places, is Birmingham supposed to be bad? I didn't. The sky gets darker as you get to it because you know when yeah, you, you have to, you have to kind of go through Birmingham or near there to get to Alton Towers, don't you? I remember on school trips and we'll, the way we went. You guys it's all just, live in your little bubbles, though. It's like the only thing I've ever heard about South, Birmingham we're, is that there's, there's, a, there's a chocolate museum and a fucking shopping centre. That, that well, both of those things sound pretty yeah. decent. I, I like chocolate. Just sounds shit. To I me. like yeah. shopping centres. Although it was quite cheap purpose. when I went up there. It I think that's more that just London is horribly expensive. Yeah, in no. every fashion. Well, Did not, you know? C three in two months' time. Is it really? No, I don't want that to be a thing. I was wondering. It, if we had any predictions, or if this is for another time. My prediction is there will be loads and loads of bollocks getting talked. Yeah, so it's been an interesting year for the Xbox. And shut the fuck up. It's shit. Your shit. And speaking of console makers. Right, okay. Getting, a, getting their knickers in a twist, all right. their fans. This Nintendo and EA thing. I mean, it is, is, it is amazing. Is this the, yeah. the backlash frost. from the April Fool's joke? And Peter Moore, apparently, well, runners tweeting. Through, runners through well, not, what, apparently. not everyone follows... Frostbite on Twitter. So they so started saying some April Foolsy lines, some, and they weren't. They were childish. Some tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah and they promised they'd fix their fucking game as well. <laughs> yeah, they they, they were on a pretty shaky, yeah, uh, shaky standing. They to said they'd with. optimized their net netcode for Wii U, and Frostbite was coming to Wii U because it was the most because the most powerful Gen Four console, and it was optimized for Zelda and Mario. And then... There you go, people took offence. They did, and the Nintendo Defence Force went insane. You know, because people have a very special connection with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Nintendo informs a lot of their childhood, and it's not just that. Nintendo does make really cool shit. Like, Nintendo is quite different from the other manufacturers. But you don't have to protect Nintendo. Nintendo is not a heritage fucking site. It's not just going to go away. No, Nintendo's got all the dollars. I can okay? imagine Nintendo coming down on your ass for comments like that. No, no, but I'm talking about other people tweeting. Oh, about right, it. sorry. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I saw a comment that said, I don't understand the fuss. The Wii U is just a console, it doesn't have feelings. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you clearly don't understand how business relations work. I mean, comment on, the, comment on the comments as you will, but don't get emotionally involved in two multi billion dollar yeah. companies going, 
having a joke. And then one of them going, mm, I can't believe it. <laughs> I think EA had to say something um, because I imagine it would have damaged them with their relations with Nintendo. Their, what, but, their relations but, with Nintendo. Ask, but, but, I have a feeling that may already be <laughs> damaged enough with the whole not supporting Wii U thing. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know really what to think of it. Okay. I thought it was funny at the time, but uh, childish jokes lot, can be funny. Like, what's the? I know. didn't understand people taking it so seriously and being like, "Oh, so childish." EA. I think I think it's because I, I guess because the, the Wii U has underperformed, but a lot of people still see it as a really yeah, they good console. Hope, but they, they love Nintendo. Managed. It is a good console. It's got it's, good games. It but, has got good games, but it's failing. It's yeah. flopping, yeah. and sometimes it's funny to poke fun at things. Mm. Yeah, maybe it shouldn't have been EA that did it. Well, those Jim is right. Battlefield Four. Still, it doesn't work, essentially. Yeah. We reviewed Naval Strike, and uh, yeah, our freelance was like, yeah, so there's some cool stuff in there, but it's so, so, so laggy all the time, apparently. It's like, oh, good. Oh, man. Probably not the data, you know. God, yeah. Call out someone else. But still, the uh, Nintendo so boys. So the whole, yeah, as we've, we've said before, the whole fix the game before we work on DLC thing hasn't quite... Yeah, that still annoys me, by the way. Yeah, well, I've mentioned you're, you're that. brooding. You're brooding right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> just feel disappointed. All right, you're not like, angry. You're just disappointed. No, I am probably oh, a little bit angry, angry about. Okay. okay, that's fine. The thing is, because we know how it works. Like people, publishers never make statements. They never make like I was going to say ambiguous statements, but they they never make statements unless they have to and unless they're confident that they they can achieve or they can fulfil what they're saying they're going to do. So it's unusual for. A company to come out and say, we're going to do this, 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 and we're not going to do this, this, this. And then not do that. Mm. <laughs> and the fact that no one's calling them out on it is like, well, I don't know. Yeah, it's just damage control, I guess, wasn't it? It yeah, was at the time. They've... It was at the time. Yeah. But, they're often, you know, making promises that you can't fill. Like, oh, we're going to fix all of Battlefield issues before we move on to... Oh, come on. What do you, a, what do you define as all the issues? Mm. And B, you're a business. <laughs> like, you need to, you need to so develop more things. three years are going to be dedicated <laughs> to uh, fixing Battlefield. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. Winds me up. Okay, fair enough. Um, any other video games before we move on? Jim, you been playing anything? Uh, Mass cool? Effect, been which is topical. Mass so, Effect, wow. Yeah. Topicals, topicals. Boring. Wanting, which one? The original? Uh, yeah, I've been wanting to replay the trilogy for a while. Um, so I thought, fuck it, got the PS3 version. It's really good. Um, I mean, played a bit of that Carmageddon reincarnation as well. Oh yeah. Um, All right, yeah. That's that's in early access, which I didn't early access. The there's only one it. course. Half of it isn't textured. It's still good. No, it's really fun. It feels like the original Carmageddon, which is really good because like that series was totally ruined by the sequels. Yes. Um, all those challenge modes, the missions mm. that they wanted you to do in between races and all that, but like just they gone back stifled to with bullshit basically, and mm. they've really brought it back to basics. Like basically, you can win a race by killing all the pedestrians or <laughs> um, killing all your other um, uh, opponents. Which is what Carmageddon was all about. I mean, you, you didn't play Carmageddon as a racing game. And the sequels to Carmageddon made you play it as a racing game or as a fucking stunt driving game, which was mm. bollocks. Um, but this isn't doing that, or it certainly doesn't seem to be at this stage. So quite excited about it. It plays quite nicely. So I went to uh, watch a, a storytelling panel, actually, which started off with a trailer for Carmageddon Reincarnation, which is the ultimate story defined in the trailer. Lots <laughs> of just running over pedestrians and loud music. It, it looks awesome. I, I, you, you're going to be covering it. Like, I'm trying to, but the alpha version doesn't 
seem to want to run on the capture PC, so... Ah, oh, that, 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 that does seem to happen sometimes with early access. I might have to just replace it with, like, footage from Lego City on the cover or something. I'm sure that'll, that'll work, that'll work. Um, Keep the audio but, somehow. Yeah, I, I do want to do something on it because it's... Um, I, I got really excited playing it because it, like, it, it was like a bit of, you know, a piece of childhood coming back, you know? Yeah, I... After I, being so disappointed with that series um, after the first game. I wonder so. if you do need that, that nostalgia to, to really go... Back to it. I'm not sure. I I I n- never played Comageddon as. as it is a bit of a nostalgia trip. Something. It is, um, and it, it certainly probably would help if you're or mm. if you if you remember it from. But having said that, it's still decent. You yeah. know, it's still it's still fun to run people over. <laughs> so, Fair enough. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's certainly worth looking at. I mean, in in this stage, it's certainly not worth paying twenty quid for yeah, unless yeah. you're really, really into the whole early access thing. But um, I can certainly see it being worth twenty quid. Awesome when it's finished. So sounds good. Sounds good. I want a new Twisted Metal, a good no, one. No, you don't. I want Twisted you Metal too again. Twel- t- uh, Twisted Metal two. Twisted Twelve. I want that. Twisted what are that? Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal two World remade. Amazing. I would play that. It I was great, but the, now was the past, Dave. You tried to play it recently. Mm. Mm. There were a lot more good games back then, weren't there? Were there? Oh, you get you, you're putting your rose tinted goggle, goggles glasses nah. on. I don't know, Dave. Don't know. There are more games now than there ever have been. They seem more impressive back then. You just, just me? lost the sparks. Yeah. It's just the stuff you remember, though. Mm, it's maybe like when people say like the eight, like all fucking eighties films were brilliant. It's only because you only remember Ghostbusters and Back to the Future. You don't fucking remember maybe yeah. Julian Nile or whatever. <laughs> Deadly um, Prey. That's true. <laughs> and also, I think that a lot of that Croc. is is coloured by technological advancement. I think t- Twisted Metal was amazing. Twisted Metal Two, especially because of what like the polygons it was pushing and the way it was using the PlayStation. Whereas, you know, if it came out now, you'd be like, mm, okay. And a lot, I think a lot of games are a bit like that. If it came out now, it would be like a celebrated indie game, wouldn't it? With a, with a unique art style. Yeah. yeah. yeah Sorry, Dave, your childhood is bunk. <laughs> yeah. It's over. <laughs> Mr. Positivity, you need to goddamn sort your game out. All right, so. I'm back in the game and I'm All positive. Right. And I'm looking forward to this year's worth of games. Okay, so it's April 2nd. Bang. Yesterday, what, what are people's thoughts on the April Fool's stuff? Because I... I've, this is the first year where I just kind of went. Eh. Lots of people were really upset about it. Um, Maybe it's because I'm spending more time on in, Twitter, the, in the post sort of Twitter civilization. Like everything is shit. Yeah. Um, stuff that we all took for granted as being sort of you know either you're indifferent about it or mm. it's not shit. Like comic relief. I never realised how shit comic relief was <laughs> until Twitter. Until everyone was talking about and it. And I was like, oh yeah, it's yeah. fucking awful, isn't it? I'm not going to bother with that anymore. Um, what else? Star Trek. That's shit now. Mm. Post Twitter. Yep. Um, everything's rubbish. Yep. April Fools as well. It's supposed to be a, a joyous day of taking the piss. Um, I think it's just because you. And that's no. Yeah. I, th- I think. Although it is a day for like shit patter. Yeah. So um, and it always kind of. I think it's been, nice but... to stumble upon April Fools' jokes rather than just like I. Th- I feel just because I, I yeah the, you because of how social media works now I feel like I'm force fed it and it, it's like I. I I think the best April Fool would be like the Guardian doing a story on an imminent nuclear war, but on April the second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be that'd be great. Yeah. yeah Speaking would... of who was it? It was I think it was on March thirty first. I think it was um, ABC or someone had tweeted saying that the the context was that the United States Air Force. Oh God! Had, yes, had forced it. several of its commanders out of the Air Force because. Oh, um, 
over cheating on tests, but they were the men responsible for nuclear arms. Yeah. So, and there were nine of them. So the headline read, United States Air Force fires nine nuclear command, and then nine nuclear. It's like, and that's that, just where that was, it would cut. That was the quote was like the top line, wasn't it, if you're reading it on Twitter. Oh, God, that was brilliant. But um, you say about um, like finding things out. Mm. I think this is where the change from video game magazines to websites really hurts that sort of thing. Uh, like the most famous one is the uh, the you can be Shenlong in Street Fighter Two, which EGM did way back when, and of course it was just in the April issue, yeah. which came out in fucking <laughs> March anyway. <laughs> so you're like, really? And then they did one for they did a really good one in like the early two thousands where they mocked up a. Lord of the Rings kart racer and I think they actually had help from the studio and it looked amazing and for for about a day I was like I'm not sure that's a good idea <laughs> and I was like oh come on Steve. Lo- come on yeah that, 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 the fact that that's a monthly issue as well is brilliant. yeah like- so you could go on for a whole month and before and then they called me out a few times but yeah when it's just oh yeah. it's the, and but when you say about comic relief I think the moment I realised it was really really shit was when I saw I think I said this before I saw Jack D off in some fucking village. <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, these people, are, you know, they need your help. And I was like, yeah, okay, you know, I've got that, Jack. They do look like they need your help. One, you're wearing a pair of Ray-Ban sunglasses. B, that shirt is by Ralph Lauren and it costs a fortune. He arrived on a motorbike in like desert boots. It was like, oh, God. that, your entire wardrobe probably Could costs less than <laughs> what you're asking. You're just swanning around like, these people are in bad trouble thinking about when am I getting out of it. Talking of April Fool's though, have you seen the, the thing with Thief? I don't know if I'm being massively trolled yeah. or if this is an actual thing that's happened. Dave, you, you, you've come close to slipping up a couple of times over yeah. the last 24 hours. Have I? Yeah. Are you, I thought I'd been quite careful. You know, I, I'm glad that you, when you were... When you were what most, was the, the square eggs? The square eggs one, yeah. When you, you like, <laughs> I was like, what? Square eggs? I think I think you only said like square eggs, eh, or something like that, and yeah. then everyone was like, "Dave, come on now, let's think about this. Let's break this down into its components." Um, but no, the thief thing, where apparently, and I don't know if this is true or not, but everyone's reporting on it. Um, the once the clock went to April first, everyone lost their save, corrupted their save data. It's like I'll just sneak to save corruption. Who discovered that? Who's still playing it? <laughs> well, <laughs> who went? You know what? Today's the day I, I start thief again. Well, it went on sale though, didn't it? So, so uh, it's either a massive bug or, or the most horrific. And it only happens April on Fool's joke. Yeah, apparently, if you, yeah, then people apparently found a workaround if you set your clock to a future date. That sounds will... like it should be an April Fool's joke, but it's just not funny. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's well, you, you could. There is precedent. You know, MGS three very famously. If you changed your, if you saved the game when before you, you were fighting the end, mm. the elderly sniper. And then oh if yeah, you put it two yeah. weeks yes, or whatever. Yeah, he yeah. would die. So there's, there is precedent there. Oh man, but that was an actual like quite a cool feature. Some people and not just for have, fucking people off. Some people have just left that boss fight for a couple of weeks and come back and yeah. Oh man, all right. I was yeah. expecting a you know a big encounter. Fair enough. I love Almost that you can go. kill uh, you can kill him before you even get... Yes, the get, first moment you see him, yeah. like when he's talking to a guard or, or another he's character. He's being wheeled out somewhere, and after, and after the cutscene on the on the dock, you can just shoot him. I was like, Kojima! Oh, Kojima! What can a Hitman game be like this? Obey Kojima. Um, well, I'm actually quite looking forward to Hitman Go, whatever it's called. The Yeah, well, the XCOM-like thing. Yeah, because is that's that, what the like game X-com? is, anyway. Well, it's, that sounds like an instruction as well, Hitman Go. <laughs> From an old <laughs> Hitman Go, YN. Um, yeah, I see, Absolution was 
I actually you liked, liked Absolution. It. But I think, I was saying in the office the other day, the thing that I really liked about, and it only really struck me the other day, was that in, the, in Hitman Blood Money, and say 2 and Contracts, is that there's a great bit of voyeurism about the game. Because you are sneaking through people's houses, and it, you do feel this real kind of power that you're in, and most people obviously value their home. Mm. And for you to be in it and going around it and looking through stuff is actually, I think, one of the most powerful things about the game because you are this the power now within their world. Whereas Absolution, you just get into bar fights and go into secret testing labs and blow people up. So I hope that the... It was the, all right. Absolution was uh, yeah, all right. I actually really enjoyed playing it, but I took it for what it was. Mm. But um, yeah, hopefully the new Hitman will be all right. Actually, that's a threat. Square. Is that square? What? Don't, and I, and uh, sorry, IO, don't fuck it up. No. Don't fuck it up. There you I'll go. sneak into your house and fucking grunt you. Wow. Uh, before we move on to some questions, Maybe. Did you guys see this, uh, the, the Game Gem story that came out? I did, but I didn't. So it's, there's I a, wasn't really following it. There's yeah. a really good write-up on, uh, on Indie Static yeah. if you do want to read it. The guy almost lost it. In fact, I'm there's pretty sure the guy did lose his job. You kind of see a hollow blue and you can't really be bothered reading into it. So all I know is that there was a game jam yeah. and some people were upset. Yeah, well, yeah. Wasn't it for a TV show? Yeah. yeah. So the, the, anyway, the, the, guy, the guy that was writing the article, <laughs> the, is, it was also hired by the people that, um, that put on this game jam. He used some freelance stuff. And at one point he tweeted like, oh, I'm now free for any other future work indefinitely if anyone wants to hire me. And then about three minutes later, it's like, oh, my boss has just said, no, you're still hired apparently. And that was the quote. Um, yeah, I saw. So it got a little bit messy. But basically, it's a, uh, a company called Maker Studios who, you know, um, Polaris, the big YouTube network, mm-hmm. the guys that mm-hmm. own them. And they, they put on this big, the most expensive game jam in the world um, and made it into this kind of reality TV program. I'm not sure how much it cost, but... So I've seen the num like four hundred thousand dollars floating around. So okay. ridiculous money involved. They had big sponsors, and that ended up being the problem. So game jams are usually quite, usually like small events in terms of like um, the, the way that they get coverage. It's usually quite a personal thing, right? It's lots of small teams yeah. of developers making a game over a, a period of time, and they tried to turn it into a big reality TV kind of deal. And because they had these big sponsors in. Um, they could only drink Mountain Dew whilst on whilst working on games, and they had to have the the bottles showing label outwards, for, so it was all caught on camera. And and it, this upset people. It wasn't that. It, that that it was that that was weird because like, you can see my hair. It's filling. It's filling out. You can see it. Okay, let, let, let me continue okay. before I explode. So it was that. That's just weird and put people on on a back foot, I guess. But then the guy who was who was responsible for making sure this branding was done correctly was just trying to he was trying to control the tone of the show so he was trying to force arguments between these developers and then rush after them with cameras and then at one point he, he this is reality tv you're describing reality tv I, yes, yeah. but when a when a production company put tries to go big budget on a reality tv show what do they expect and uh, yeah, of course and that that's that's a very valid point it's just interesting to see what happened the story is is bizarre just cuz there's that much money in a game jam which seems Strange, but anyway, this whole issue of like, um, you know, have certain teams got advantages because they've got pretty girls on them? Uh, this guy was asking members on the team. Yes, and this is the... You can, in, the indie game development is is a close knit scene, and they, you know, sexism has become a big message in um, in gaming. You know how how games address that, and so everyone, everything went a little bit crazy, and the entire team walked off. Four hundred thousand dollar game jam. 
stopped production mm. and will never be shown and yeah surely these guys had contracts to work for them I don't know how people paid enough attention to that to get offended by mm. it because I'm slipping into a coma just <laughs> what do you mean I mean, not, not, no offence to you, but the whole situation, I'm just fucking bored as arse hearing about it. And I, I, I like following game jams. I think it's, it's fun. I've never seen that kind of money float around it. And it's, I mean, obviously it's the whole TV coming into YouTube. And I like thought somebody was going to get stabbed or something. And that's, uh, Mountain the whole sexism thing is a side issue, and I don't know enough about that to really comment on that at all. But the whole promotional advertising thing, I mean, I don't understand. Surely... Yeah, you might not like morally like it, and you might think, "Well, I think don't know, don't know about this." But then you signed up for a fucking reality TV show, well, and are probably getting paid to appear it on it. Started off as a you know, the, you know, Polaris are a, the, a massive gaming YouTube network, and it was supposed to be a game jam being shown on YouTube, and you know, show how game development works, or some somewhere close to what a game jam feels like, and then. So it kind of spiralled into this, all this money coming into it, these sponsors coming into it, these TV people coming into it, and then it changed. And I don't think, when, I don't think as people signed up, they exactly expected that right, to be the fine, end result. Okay. And so it just got really weird. But I, I, find it, I just find it fascinating that there's that much money involved, that kind of, these people that just don't understand how the games industry tends to work, um, trying to, you know, influence... The, the tone of the show and all this weird branding stuff. No, I agree, but then on the flip side, you've got people in the games industry who don't understand how the media industry works. Yes, went. definitely. But, so, and, and they did the right thing. They didn't agree with it. They walked off. That's fair enough. I just, it's crazy. So that, much money. Is that the right thing? Yes, definitely. It, but what about all the games that could have been made? They're going to do the game jam anyway, no doubt, and probably have more fun with it outside of... Maybe we should have a game jam. I, I but, could make my Deer Hunter tie-in, which I'm actually going to make this afternoon. <laughs> right, okay. I'm on board. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there any... Like I can't really think of any kind of game jam events that have been like covered really well by video stuff. Is that am I, you know, something in the it's kind it, of the style mm. of like you know how indie game the movie follow the production of? It's usually six guys with laptops in a village hall, though, isn't it? It's it's not very visual. I think it's mm. more if you it's more for extremely wanky think pieces or I was there and I don't there know, were I think there were fair. three guys. And oh, well, it's in the, the written... Okay, yeah, yeah, not for the video, the yeah, right, yeah. not the games themselves, but there's a tendency to be like, it we, felt like something was happening. Magic. The only thing... I saw it move. The only game jam I can remember getting any kind of uh, any kind of traction was the Peter Molyneux one. Yeah. What would, mm. uh, would Yeah, where it was based on his the parody yeah. account. Yeah. I, and they're all... I mean, there are... Game jams are covered by the media. I just... I haven't really ever seen video stuff really we're sending you to the next one wasn't there one on a train there was like a train jam yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd see that's the kind of thing I'd just I'd love to no, see you'd be, something you'd be bored after about two hours like guys yeah, but, but, we're, we're trapped on this train and <laughs> all you've made is a shit Mario clone <laughs> fuck right. I don't want I don't want to watch all of that necessarily I just want to see the highlights of it cut down in the end products and then put, wrap that up in a video and but, be happy. but I can see where and I'm not defending it, but I can see why the production team were like, yeah, mm, we might need something, oh, something visual, yeah. rather than guys going... Especially, especially for that audience as well, because they were, they were trying to, you know, do it for the entire kind of Polaris-type audience, mm. which is, you know, PewDiePie, people like that, as well as, you know, the, the critical stuff. So 
Yeah, they've got to find a balance there. But apparently one day out of the four days of this game jam involved game development. The rest were oh, okay. game-related um, activities. Oh, like what? Like a tug of war? Probably. <laughs> a tug probably. of war between Mario and Sonic. And I think the yes. prizes were like Mountain Dew packs and stuff like that. It's, oh, come on. Come on. Yeah, that is pretty bad. <laughs> it's just, it's bizarre. I think it, I, if, if that sounds interesting, you, you read the write-up that this guy did on his static because it's, it's just... Fair enough. Weird that, that it happened. And, yeah. That's it. Let's, shall we move on to some questions? I guarantee this doesn't interest me. All right, good. I think you've, I think you've, you've pretty much nailed that from the <laughs> beginning there, Jim. Questions. We've got one from uh, Handsome Pork, just to change the tone up a little bit. Cause Handsome Pork? Handsome Pork. Hmm. How do I get this chafing to stop, Dave? Um, well, you need to put some cream on it. Mm-hmm. And then, well, you don't know where the chafing is for a start. That's probably worth... Wherever it is, put cream on it. Okay. Rub it mm-hmm. in. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I'm making motions here that you won't see at home. Um, is that a circular rub? Any rub like, that you okay, think good. is appropriate. Good. And then hopefully the chafing will end. All right, thank you very much. I'm glad we covered that, actually. Yeah. Certain things we just get asked every week. Ice cream. Chafing, always up there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Cannabis Show asks, where, where's all the video games? Hardly anything's been released. Uh, There's not anything coming out in the next couple of weeks. There's been loads recently. Mm. Dark Souls it's just the usual cycle every year. There's always a bit of a lull this time of year. Ground Zero but there's still loads can... of stuff coming out. Titanfall. The Banner Saga, best game of the year. Just saying. Trials Frontier on iOS. Elder Scrolls Online. Elder Scrolls oh, Online. <laughs> Wee. Wee. I, yeah. which, which we would just have to see how good it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we will. I, I've, I've, I've thought about going back to it after the kind of um, preview stuff. They, they had before the release but it's a big time investment for a game that I just it makes me feel sad about at the moment I mm. ah. maybe mm. maybe the PvP just pulls it out of the bag and this whole kind of be the emperor system is great but maybe PCP but maybe maybe not <laughs> you have to be on PCP to play it <laughs> and um, that's not what I think that was just a, that was just a joke is that, it was right, a okay. simple lampoon uh, like frostbite. We got from, one from Mipley on the forums here. Yeah, if you do want to send a question, we tweet out before the podcast, and you can also there's a forum thread. Uh, Mipley asks: In a world where narrative gaming appears to be crawling its way back into the limelight, uh, do you think games with dynamic narratives, such as FTL and XCOM, um, that stress player choice and emergent storytelling, are better, more impactful than the heavily scripted stuff? I thought. I think there's room for. Both, I don't understand surely. his opening gambit there at all. Can you read that again? This In a world time. where narrative gaming appears to be crawling its way back into the limelight, what does he mean? Beyond two souls. <laughs> I think that that might be more on the scripted side of things. I think he's. I think Which the point he's trying to say is that that there are certain games like how do you like define FTL narrative gaming? As Every game has a story to tell. <laughs> uh, yes, exactly. I think that's a very good Even point, Joe, isn't it? Like the. Uh, well, yeah, that's actually quite a sad story. Do you mean cinematic? Do you mean Hollywood style? Do you mean three acts? Or do you mean, you know, like, well, actually, Beyond Two Souls had like 17 acts and was just fucking garbage. But that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think, yeah. I, they, they coexist. Like, of course, they've got to. Like, you, it's brilliant that there's stuff like, you know, Daisy, where you play and you have all these amazing stories that only you have and that they're, they, they feel completely individual. But I also want. Yeah. Games like The Last of Us to tell a specific story that they want to because they've got that idea. That's and per- there's room for everything. I've, I've never felt that the entire output of the games industry has is, is, is favoured one side over the other. Emergent storytelling over scripted I, I narrative. It, it's just you, you, you get both. I guess the, the dynamic stuff has has felt more 
this, it, felt, it feels like there's been more of it in recent years, maybe, and that that's this, pro- what, by dynamic narrative. We talking about procedurally generated, not necessarily just stuff or branching yeah. narratives, yeah. or just just like the kind of stories that you would master. Where the player creates their own yes. stories. Is that what you say? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know also, why. But I create my own emerging. stories in Pez. Is that a narrative game? Are all of them anger-filled and involving Man United? Actually, Manchester United and Pez are still going strong. Good. Thanks, David. All right. But uh, anyway, sorry, just, just one last thing. You said about The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Someone tweeted the other day saying that they thought that... Um, oh, I saw this. Because, you know, Ellie, yep. she's always out of cover and they can't see her. Mm-hmm. They were like, yeah, well, I just took that. T-. And Joey's like, I just said it's mean that she's actually been dead all along and it's just a big metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that improved my appreciation <laughs> of The Last of Us by about 300%. Because right. I thought, it's fucking stupid. It's like, the guy's like, oh, there's a, there's a young girl in this uh, apocalypse in Wasteland. Nah, probably not, not unusual. No, and off they go. Let's, onwards we go. Onwards we trust. Um, not really gaming related, but who is this guy on the podcast cover art as Calamir? Uh, I have always wondered. It's an unusual question. It's Gosling, isn't it? It's Gosling. It's David Scammell. It's me. David Scammell's been... What are you talking about? Look at it right now. You can see it right there. It's me. He's been our poster boy on the the podcast for... Well, before I got here. Yeah. Yeah, you mean... I'm distressed that you are in, that to ask. in many ways the personification of the Video Gaming UK podcast. Yeah, I mean... You... What a handsome personification you are. Thanks very much. This is one question I guess is probably going to be for you, Dave, because I really don't know what I think about this from Sean who asks are you happy about Phil Spencer being in charge of Xbox or should he have stuck with location 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 Wait. Oh, it's a joke about the name Phil Spencer joke 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 what is the verdict on that, on that by the way Phil Spencer yeah everyone seems very happy with it mm-hmm. I, 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 just, I don't know what to think about I don't really he's the games man isn't he the games man he's the games man he's gonna make me some games yeah with my Xbox uh, I can't think of anyone else who probably stands out as a, a better choice yeah so I don't have an issue oh. with it at all. Unfortunate habit, though, isn't he? Of young young Phil wearing a t-shirt under a under a suit jacket. Who was it? We were walking through LA and we bumped in. Was it me and you? Didn't you see? No, you saw someone sitting in Denny's or something. No, we you? were walking to Denny's and we walked straight past Phil Spencer, and it was at the time when it, Matt was taking the piss with those oh, videos, yeah, yeah. and we looked at each other. We're like. <laughs> Eye con- maintained eye contact as we walk past and we're like does he know who we are did Do- you give him a little wink a little no no I can't remember who it was with a little bit of a click maybe it's been Simon maybe no can't have been. I just heard Don't about know. it when he came shrieking back into the hotel <laughs> just saw Phil Spencer and not the one from the covers. location 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 mm. alright mm. cool so, well there we are I so guess- that'll be interesting <laughs> yeah that wraps up the, uh, the questions we have hello and welcome back to the uh very special video game and podcast. Oh, you've taken it down a tone there. Taking it, we're lowering, we're lowering oh, the beat. Uh, well, yes, we got rid of the rest of the team. Um, mm. Not completely intentionally, but we had forgotten that there's no Miller Instinct today. No Sam's Miller Instinct. Out and about. So, hang on. Did you say the words, we'd forgotten there was no Miller? We'd forgotten. The- Miller, I hope you're not listening oh, to this. Oh, God, yes. Please This don't. could cause some home life problems for Bratters. Crikey. Hashtag flatmates. Um, yes, so we, the Scamaljan needs to, we need to make the call. We need to get you back on and have you answer some quickfire questions in his stead. Is that right with you? It's the Scamble Jam! Right, come on, you bastards, bring it on. Always try and catch me out, aren't they? Here's a question from Jalous Lover on Twitter. Who hey! Asks, we all think about it occasionally. Let's own it. Who is the sexiest video game character? Um. Um. Liam Byron asks, How does one fiddle your diddle? 
I don't like these brows. Someone else on Twitter asks, uh, what are the office relations actually like? Oh, oh. Who hates whom? Who fancies whom? Who's plotting to backstab? This is amazing. So everyone fancies everyone. Really? Except Bratters. Oh, God damn it. I knew that was coming. No. I'm no. not a fanciable man. No, we all like each other. We all get on really well. Don't we? I think so. Does anyone... Who, 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 does, who doesn't like each Simon, other? Simon and I, like... Well, you guys live together now. Yeah, but we, we argue. So you we hate argue. each other. Like, our, Naturally, our, you hate each other. What we do on the videos is, is surprisingly close to our actual relationship. It, it is like a loving relationship that you're in. Dave and I sit opposite each other in the office and, I mean... We... we we get on well. Largely, you say things. I say that things I find to upset him. Inappropriate, and then you just kind of watch me. It's usually, things about horses about and stuff. I don't like it when you bring up the horses, Dave. I quite like horses. I know that's why I bring them up. Um, and I, I say that you like horses as well. Uh, we've obviously got the Orries in the, the far corner. The Orries um, are in the corner. Yeah, always, always there with with a witty remark, very dry sense of humour. Yeah, I've noticed that. Um, very mean towards me. Well, one of the Orries in particular. Well, you, you, you're a favourite of, of theirs, I believe. What do you mean? Yeah, they are. Oh, they always love you. Pet. They buy you. Yeah, you are in some respects. What? They buy you donuts and and and. I no, but know, I buy them donuts. Like they... I bought Tom a McFlurry the other day. Buying you, buying you. I've only ever done that for my girlfriend. <laughs> Is that the, the sign of affection from David Scammell? Yeah. Okay, all right. And, uh, yeah, Steve Burns. Um, well, he's Burns, isn't he? he just occasionally, People know what Burns is like. be quiet for a bit and then just occasionally shout out that the, the world is doomed and... He's weird, isn't he? Um, you know, like... I think it's actually something wrong somewhere with Steve Burns. You reckon? I think so. He, he goes through these moments where he just will stand up and he'll slam it or go... On no! The, yeah. Yeah. And uh, then he'll go, he'll bang on about some sort of Armageddon or <laughs> some weird, like, Mayan thing that's happening. <laughs> and everyone's going to die. Oh, and... God, we're just, we're just bitching about the rest of the office now. Is that what's yeah. happened? This, you know, this can be mine and your bitching minute. Brat is his bitching cast. Yeah. Brett Phipps, fuck that guy. Oh, I like Brett. I just I like don't Brett. like that his name's so close to mine, but... It's one of those, isn't it? Brett, Brett. You've, you've kind of ruined that guy. I, he can, <laughs> what do you mean? He's one of the, other than Jim, he's like the newest guy in the office. And Hey, he, he turned in, me. He came in fresh-eyed, you know, um, no, no. innocent in many respects, and you've just walked him. He, he, if you knew some of his stories, yeah. I'm not going to say them. Yeah. If you knew them. Really? You, you would not look at me the way, you would think, wow, Cranky. that guy. He's got... He's some, got some stories. Some stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Oh, cracky. Well, okay. Glad, glad you told me that, actually. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's keep an eye out. What? Uh, you never tell me about some of your stories, Browns. I feel We're like not should... that. Well, this isn't, this isn't what the Scammer Jam's turning into. I can tell you. No, no, no. Come memory. on. Tell me a secret. Um, I don't, no, I don't want to. This no? Is I, I, I'm a very private man. I know you are. No, that's, that's, why, that's, why, I'm asking you, that's why I'm asking you live on the Video Game Podcast um, to reveal a secret. <laughs> just a secret. You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. Hey, go on. Uh, Give the guys at home an insight into your life. When I was younger, yeah, I, I, I no, 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 that's <laughs> go on, camel jam. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Oh. We'll back to the rest of the podcast now. Cheers. Yeah. That wraps up the uh, the questions we have. Uh, the podcast competition that we had ongoing. Do you love or hate dog, dog souls? Dog souls. Crap. Much better game. Um, that's wrapped up now, and Dave and I shall be taking a look at the best entries. Are we? Today. Yes. In our gallery. Oh, I love the galleries. Uh, yes. yes. I think, yeah. I th- if, as, as long as we repeat our professionalism. We've got a winner of lockdown, though, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well done to you. You've won. Uh, we'll, 
I know, should we announce it now or should we do uh, should we no do you don't want to spoil it or anything no. but like the, the the winner is cracking yeah like it's that, fantastic. I'm actually like we we kind of suggested that people should do some video stuff uh, rather than just pictures and we've had quite a few like videos that we've had a few really forward, really like, cool videos yeah. that people have put together we've had a couple of shit ones as well um, <laughs> but uh, no there was, there was there was two in particular that, that I really really liked and the one that we chose as the winner um, mm-hmm. was seriously very cracking I love the surprise because I don't look at the entries until we do the videos you, so, you, you come in fresh and, yeah. and then say inappropriate things yeah. and we have to re-record the what? gallery audio <laughs> it's just my everyday life um, yeah, yeah that, that's been the Video Game UK podcast there'll be a new competition next week and thank you very much I for should listening. probably apologise for being nasty to people shouldn't I uh, I've not had much sleep I feel like I've been a bit of a knob today yeah well, me and Steve, Steve and I have it's been absolutely lovely. So, <laughs> no, Steve's been a bit of that. How? To whom? No, you were nasty. To who? I you can't were, remember. You were a knob about <laughs> Twisted Metal. Well, I'm sorry, Dave, that it's not 1996 or 7 or 8 <laughs> or whenever that came out anymore, that your childhood is dead, that everything that you coveted is gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's fucking over, all right? And besides, did you see that report on climate change just while we're talking about it? Oh, fuck, 15 years. 